0: Hello folks, today I will be doing another podcast. I am back again after a brief hiatus, and I'm going to try to continue. I might do a few more of these quick biographies of famous historical figures, and today I'm going to do Tycho Brahe. He is a important figure in the scientific field of astronomy, and he was one of the more important Naked eye astronomers. Quick definition. Naked eye astronomers are astronomers who did not rely on telescopes and would rely on other things. Which I think is very cool. They were. This is like before, like the first telescopes really began to be used. He actually died before they started using the major telescopes. Okay, let's start off. Let's start this off. He was born in 1546 at the Nutsnort Castle in Danish in what was once Danish Scania to Otto Brahe and Beat Billy and about when he was 13 he began to study law at the University of Copenhagen however his schooling began at the age of 2 when his uncle started schooling i'm sorry he began school at the age of 12 not the age of 13 and studying law was actually what the, the normal thing for n- children of nobility to do however a year later in 1560 someone managed to predict or were, people managed to accurately predict the occurrence of a solar eclipse on the 21st of august and back in 1560 and this is prediction impressed him greatly and as a result of this prediction he ended up deciding or he ended up getting interested into astronomy and this began to encourage him to do this he ended up going into and reading a bunch of the works of the great astronomers of the time they're not the same ones we probably know but they are they were like pretty famous just popular and he ended up studying this and he began soon enough he began to study abroad where he could meet other astronomers and he just got other stuff. However, when he returned one of his uncles, Steenbill, founded the construction of the of an observatory and a chemical laboratory like, I had to combine observatory and chemical laboratory at a place called Haravad Abbey. And in 1572, he first observed a new, observed a new star which is now called SN 1572. And, like, during the time, the theory of the whole, like, the whole theory of, like, astronomy is that these planets and stars were carried on these material spheres, or spherical cells, that kind of fitted, that fit tightly around each other. So, it's a kind of, like, imagine, like, basically everything would kind of go in these very similar patterns. It would all be very packed up. However, his new sighting improved that, like, this was indeed a new star and that, like, not a local phenomenon. So, basically, he proved the the existing theory and, like, the existing belief on the way that astronomy and the world, like, the stars around us were designed. He basically just dispelled this suggestion completely. And a year later, he would publish his first book, and I'm sorry in advance about to but- butcher this, De Nova et Nolius a memoria Prius vesacella on the new and never-probably-seen star. And this is when he coined the term Nova, which is... Pretty cool that he managed to do this. This was back in 1573. And this is where the term. And like the common use of the word Nova. To describe a star came from. He went on another tour abroad. But when he got back. The king of Denmark. Frederick II was super interested. In his keeping it. I mean no not sorry. The king was King Frederick the Second was very interested in keeping him in Denmark because he wanted to kind of keep the talent I want say, I don't want to say that. But I would assume I don't I'm not saying that like he actually said this, but I would assume he probably wanted to keep like scientists or just like someone with his like skill set in Denmark. Because he probably felt that like the, the research could be useful for him. And he gave them the island of of Haven and some funniest up another observatory, he began to build something known as Aranaborg. And he started off with Aranaborg, and then he built an underground observatory called Stradernaborg. In addition to being observatories, he had, they also worked as workshops. He was designing and building various instruments, and these let him make incredibly accurate obse- observations, which were said to be more accurate than anything ever before. However, his popularity soon... Declined after the death of King Frederick, and later he would have a falling out with King Christian the Fourth ended up with him moving to Prague and soon enough he became the official astronomer, imperial astronomer of Bohemia, and he was sponsored by Rudolf the Second. He put a new observatory at Benantke here he compiled something known as the Rudolphine tables. These are these astronomical ta- astr- astronomical not astronomical sorry these astronomical tables that basically allow you to calculate any planetary positions for any time or in past or future, which is just super beneficial for science and just astronomy in general and He was associated by Johannes Kepler and he would eventually and nothing that he was not the he, these things were not published when he was alive. He would have trusted like, the continuation of this work to Kepler, who finished publishing them. Now, uh, he ended up dying in 1601 from a kidney or bladder ailment, we don't know exactly what, and it killed him within 11 days, and he died at the age of 54. Now for some important facts about him. So he developed something called the Tyconic System, which uh, which is like this theory of the model of our solar system thing to note. The Tychonic System is not the way the world is arranged at all. This is I would this is basically like a form of like an it's like kind of an earth centric it's a kind of a geo heliocentric it's not completely geocentric but it's not helio heliocentric so he believed that the earth is at the center of the universe and that the sun and the moon orbited the earth however he believed that the other planets orbited the sun and as you can probably assume as you can probably picture this does not really make sense and the correct theory is the Heliocentric theory, where the sun is at the center of the universe. Some, some five quick facts. As I already said, Actually, no, I'll not do five quick facts. I'll do like, I'll do, I'll do four quick facts. He had, he actually lost a bridge of his nose in a sword fight, and he had to wear a metal prosthetic, which I think is kind of cool. Some people, he there was a rumors that he was a tyrant when he ruled or when he like controlled the island of fan. He also has a crater on the moon and on Mars named after him, which is pretty cool. Well, that is all for now on Tycho Brahe, folks. Thanks for listening.